the Sportsy Show. Welcome to the Sportsy Show. I am your host, Chuck Banner, and with me, my friend and LOE, uh, I guess, like, from the beginning. OG status. Yeah, you got that OG status, and pretty much almost everybody's got that OG status in the Dynasty League, except for Zach. And Al, I mean, oh yeah, Al and Al. On. Al's not an OG. He he came in what like a year, a right? year late. He took over Casey's team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe a year or two. Casey might have been in it two years. But either way, we got Rob of the uh, Fug Offs and the Dynasty League and uh, the CM Kings. No, that's Sean's league. Oh, okay. The Robs. Oh Robbies. yeah, Robs Abbey. Right. Been in the grave since uh, the OG status, but that's all right. We always we always got a chance. All right, I'm pulling up the week three results for the League of Enthusiasm, which we will start the sportsy show out with. Cha cha cha. I guess while you're pulling that up, I'll just do some filler and uh, say how elated I am to make it on the sportsies show heard a lot of off-season uh smack talk and really it was more like bullshit that goes for uh Al Tom Sean Jake so Robbie's here bitches <laughs> all right so uh the results from last week are as follows we have the anti-dentites that would be me your host versus Dan come get some I won 130 to 120 suck it Dan I go to 3 and 0 with a hurt Saquon and it Ooh. didn't even fucking matter he only got me 3 points and I have shitty quarterbacks and I'm still fucking putting it up there booyah 3 and 0 all right, then we got uh, Tom, the Shy Style Hot Dog Heart Attacks, going 135 versus Johnson's out for Harambe. Trey, last week's guest, a 91. Um, yeah, Tom fucking smoked him. Also 3-0. and I will see you in the playoffs, Tommy. And then we had uh, our guest, Rob, from Rob Zombies. He barely beat brad's chicago twisted maniac now when you say barely can we just get uh what my point total was there so yes it was 141 right. to 134 a high scoring right. affair pretty much would it be anyone in the league this week minus nick and that brings us to our curse update Sean is 0-3 after going against the high score of the week. Nick, the Yetis. Don't know how to say the first part of that name. And just for the record, all of LOE can take credit for seeing Sean continuing the curse at the draft. Oh, yeah. That was fucking hilarious. Predictable. Uh, so yeah, he Nick scored 156 to Sean's 77, and that is the respective high score of the week and low score of the week. Neither of them top the uh, the leader in those categories. No, I think uh, Tom still has it with. A yeah, I didn't write it down. Something. Tom still got it with 178, and Jake still owns the low with a lowly 53 in week one. Hey, you're a winner in my book, Jake. 
<laughs> and then the the last game of week three was the Mac Flop Servant Jordan versus Jake's the Weapon X Project. And it was Flop taking it down, 133 to 100. And both of them go to one and two. All right, now we got the MVP update, uh, the MVP race update. So still in first place with four points, Tom's player, Austin Eckler. And then there is a a tie, but not necessarily a tie because I brought it down to what counts, and that's total fantasy points. In second place right now, Delvin Cook, Rob's player of the Rob Zombies with three points and 100, or not 100, 67 total fantasy points through three weeks dc doing work baby we're just glad to have him out on the team and then in third place is christian mccaffrey from dan's come get some he's also got three points but 60 total fantasy points on the year then we come down to the quarterback of the year race still in first place from the shy style hot dog heart attacks tom's team patrick mahomes then also in second place from rob zombies rob's team Dak Prescott, six points right there, one point away. One point. But, I mean, I can just stop you right there, and we can just award the trophy to Tom now. I mean, I'm in second place with Dak Prescott, and let's be honest, who's catching Pat Mahomes in that? He's probably going to get him a lot of wins, those extra points, and you know he's – just give it to him now. Uh, Dak's been putting up. You, Tom. Dak's been putting up a lot of points. So if you can take down some of those uh, high score of the week, or if somebody else can outscore Patrick Mahomes that week, then he'll at least not be getting that, and it'll be still doable as long as you can continue to win. Correct. But I feel like we're seeing probably the high side of his production right now. I don't think it's going to be sustainable. I would agree. That's like saying Eckler's going to hold out for first place. He's going to be done as soon as Gordon shows up. Yeah, I at least think it's going to go to more of a split to start once Gordon shows up, and then eventually maybe Gordon will take more of it. But I digress. You can continue with the uh, third place. So third place is Lamar Jackson with five points from Dan's Come Get Some with 89 overall points. And the reason why that is important is because there was a tie, but since it's total points to a tie, uh, Russell Wilson does not top the, crack the top three who also has five points, but he has 87 total fantasy points. So a two-point swing right here, and it could be a, a different thing, different story. Lamar Jackson could be out of the top three next week. But that does not matter anymore because we are now on to the prediction part of week four, LOE. All right, we're going to start with your team, your game, Nick the Yetis versus Rob's Zombies. And I initially had Rob to win the or, – had Nick to win this game. But then I looked and saw that he put in uh he took out Trubisky and put in Mason Rudolph. I don't necessarily think that's any better. I would rather have uh Trubisky's legs than I mean uh, Trubisky can't throw. I don't know. But I don't I feel like it's either or, dude. Trubisky does not look good. He doesn't look good, but he offers the running, which I don't think Mason Rudolph does. The only part you need to be concerned with the Bears he has, which is their defense, because that easily got him 28 points. Yeah, he he also doesn't have really any running backs to go this week, so he has to play uh, Miles Sanders, which I don't think is a great play. All right. I don't know. I mean, you've picked me to lose every week this so far. So, I mean, you should keep it going because I'm 2-1. <laughs> uh, I do like my team here to win it. 
I mean, I got Dalvin Cook and I got Kamara. And even though they weren't top projections for the year, I had a good feeling about Dalvin Cook coming in the year. And all they really need to do is stay healthy, which is – or even show up for work, which I have both those. They're doing both those things. So I'm pretty happy about that right now. All right, and then we'll go to my game, which is – uh, the anti-dentites versus the guru. Uh, I'm fully just expecting the curse to walk in and be cursed, and I can just get a victory here with my uh, makeshift quarterbacks and no Saquon. See, I think it's funny, though. I mean, I think you're doing the curse a disservice by uh, blaming Sean's team and, you know, taking him to lose. I think that's easy to do just because not of the voodoo magic that LOE does contain, but the fact that he just drafted a shitty team. No, I mean, He's it got does a help. a shitty team. It, You're going to lose because you help. have a shitty team, Sean. Not because of some curse. You drafted like shite. It's all right, though. It happens to the best of us. Then we've got... Uh, okay, so you're you're picking me to win that as well, I, I assume? Uh, oh, hands down. <laughs> then we will go to Jake, the Weapon X Project, versus Dan's Come Get Some. I have Dan to win this just because uh, Jake's team started to fall apart. Yeah, uh, I think you're seeing – does he have Gordon in this league? Is that what he's got going on? Or Gurley? That's what he's got. Yeah. Oh, he's definitely Gurley. got Gurley. Gurley was really underperformed. Yeah, I mean, you're getting hurt right there with that underperformance. Garoppolo, who the fuck knows with that guy? And, yeah, I mean, he's got – Dan has Zeke and Christian McCaffrey. You just run those two dudes out there. You'd be all right. You're going to lose this You're gonna lose this, uh, this match up there. Sorry to say there, Jake. But I think you saw the writing on the wall before this podcast, so it's all right. <laughs> all right, then we got Tom, 3-0, and Shy-style hot dog heart attacks versus – Jordan's the flat mop, the flop max serving one and two. Uh, yeah, I got time one in this. He's gonna cruise the four now. Yeah, Patty Mahomes, uh, Marlon Mack, Eckler's still doing the thing. Waller's been good. Oh, he's got Josh Jacobs too, huh? Interesting. All right, well, but yeah, uh, but you do, uh, you know, Wilson put up a lot of points last week. As well as, uh, what the fuck else does he got on here? Uh, yeah, hands down. Tommy going on for the win. And then we come down to, last but not least, uh, Brad from the Shy Style or Sh- Chicago Maniacs, Twisted Maniacs, and Trey's Johnson's out for Harambe. Uh, who do you got to win this? Uh, let me tell him, got them right now. Uh, yeah. I guess this is going to be tight. I thought that uh, I just played Chicago to Brad's team, Twisted Maniacs, and we had a slobber knocker. I mean, if he would have played anyone else last week, he probably would have gotten the win. Uh, Bridgewater and Winston were both serviceable fantasy quarterbacks, and then Ingram just went off on me for three touchdowns, and so did Cooper. I think my only savings grace there was I had Dak Prescott throwing those to him and Alvin Kamara and Cook, baby. Jeez, let's just go to the house. But, yeah, so I guess I – Hopkins. Hopkins kind of underperformed. O.J. Howard, I don't know how you can start this mofo anymore. Um, I don't know. I think I'm going to go with Brad's team, to be honest. 
I think I'm gonna. He's got Ingram, bro. You know, I, I initially had Trey to go win this oh, game. Goff underperform. And Andy Dalton. He's been a decent fantasy quarterback. I think so I gotta go with Brad that. too. He, he just yeah. looks like he's got the this team just put up mad points. The better performing team as of late. You going down, Trey? And after a quick break, we will be back with the second portion of the podcast and oh yeah just to recap uh last week i went three and two with the predictions of the league of enthusiasm and trey also went three and two that brings me to six and four total for loe predictions on the year and my friends three and two you're keeping the field too that's yes that's a good good Uh, just just under friends right (laughs) just a combined group effort to whoop the commission and uh yeah, so we'll be back in a few moments uh, with the Dynasty League. And we are back. Welcome to the second portion of the show for this is all about the Dynasty League. And if you don't want to listen to anything about the Dynasty League, you can turn it the fuck off. Well said. Talking to you, Dan, if you're still listening. Turn this shit off. This ain't for your ears. Hate us because you ain't us. How many years we got in this fucking league? In the Dynasty League? Yeah. I think this is like six. I think this is year six. Not 100% sure. Uh, I need to actually check that out, to be honest. I'll have your answer next week's episode. All right, so now we're going to run down the results from last week's uh, week three of the Dynasty League. I went three and two, and my friends went five and oh. Yeah, Al picked every fucking game correctly, mostly because I picked Sean to win. That was definitely one of my losses. Big loss. All right, so how do you feel about your uh, team right now, Rob, in the Dynasty League? Uh, the fuck-offs. Uh, let me just get on this therapist couch right over here uh, that you got set up for me. I don't know. Uh, I feel like I felt real good coming in this year, but uh, this last week was, you know, a little confidence booster there, so hopefully my team's a little slow started going. But, I mean, we were really counting on Tyreek Hill. We were really counting on A.J. Green. When you don't have those wide outs and that that hole in the positions really hurts, so your running backs all have to perform, and that's been hit or miss. But we did manage to pull off a nice win this week, smashing Trey's face in, by the way. So my poten- I, th- I feel like my team has the potential to go off in any given week, and maybe I just saw the low side of the variance. Time will tell. Small sample size. Yeah, it is a small sample size. And I'm, only... getting these, I'm getting these fools back here shortly. Too. We still got 11 games left in this uh, this regular season, so a lot of things could happen. All right. And then, I mean, on top of that, who do we got on the practice squad? Daniel fucking Jones, baby. DJ's here to run the Giants offense, and I couldn't be happier for it. Come on week seven, baby. So the rest of the games from week three, we have our uh, 
Highway to Tua, Mark's team, versus Zach's the Green Bastards. And the Green Bastards gave it to him, uh, mostly because Mark is in full-out tank mode, and he wanted to get right underneath uh, Zach's team and make sure that he's got more losses than Zach. Then we have... Sean the Guru versus the Never Nudes, and this was a battle. Uh, fucking Al needed like twenty something points or something like that from Chicago defense, and what right is that? Like game. first play of the game, interception right for a game. touchdown. Uh, pretty insane right there. So that was probably the game of the week, and Al with the victory, one hundred and forty point one to Sean's one hundred and thirty two point two, and then Tom did Tom things. As he rolled over Ryan's Little Lebowski Urban Achievers, uh, 160.4 to 117.5. And then there's my team, which everybody assumes is fucking awful. The Little Jerry's 2-1, winning 98.9 to 92.7. At some point, you got to think Jake's going to start selling off pieces here. But who knows? <laughs> no, dude. Who He's knows? going to just ride. Ride that ship. Yep. In, in hey, the, let me quote you because it's in true the sixth to Jake. Place. He's going to ride the wheels off Gurley, and they're coming off right now. All right. Now we got that transaction corner uh, with the waiver wire pickups. First off, there was a ton of waiver wire pickups in the last seven days since this podcast has been available for your ears. And let's start off with last Saturday. So there was a bunch of just like little transactions. Uh, Mark picked up Ty Johnson for a couple of bucks. Ryan picked up the Packers defense. Jake picked up Houston's defense. Al stashed Bryce Love for a dollar, which is pretty good. And Sean dropped Zay Jones finally or again. I don't know which or both for <laughs> for Philip Dorsett. Then uh today the waiver wire went through and Tom texted me going, I don't know how the fuck I got this quarterback. Jake's team is dropping like flies and he needs a quarterback and I somehow scooped him up for 32 fucking dollars. How is this possible? I'm like, I don't know. He got Kyle Allen, the backup for the Carolina Panthers, who is actually starting. Right. No, I knew that. And Jake's hurting, right? Yeah. Yeah, Jake is hurting. He's got Cam Newton and uh no longer has Marcus Mariota, although he could actually use him this year. Right. Uh, I knew. Jimmy Garoppolo, um, he's got some other bums. I don't remember off the top of my head. Let's uh, go to the go to the thing and find out. I mean, hopefully he's got some starting bums. Let's see. Where's your team at? Okay, Cam Newton. Oh, yeah, Joe Flacco, Jimmy Garoppolo, and Drew Locke in his practice squad. A bunch of vanilla. I mean, I like the idea of having Drew Locke, and it would have been a great idea had Cam Newton not gone down. Well, that really hurts him. Right. Hey, Jake, come talk to me, Andy Dalton. Give you some. Give me something for him. Maybe we can work it out. So after that, there was some other pickups. Uh, probably the most notable outside of the Kyle Allen was Daryl John or Daryl Williams to Al's Never Nudes for ten dollars. Trey picked up 
the Saquon handcuff, and now starting Wayne Gallman for six bucks, and he cut Luke Deuce, uh, Duke Johnson. I picked up Marvin Jones for six bucks, dropping Jamison Crowder. Uh, Tom picked up Frank Gore for six bucks. Did I you got pay for that Marvin Jones six bucks. It's not bad. No, yeah, I like that. There's a lot of Detroit players on my team now, though. Uh, yeah, it's three of them now. Um, I got Chris Thompson for Gus Edwards for three bucks, and I dropped San Francisco's defense, picking up Seattle for a dollar and then last but not least jake got uh matt prater dropping giovanni bernard and that was the waiver wires for uh this podcast for the week and the only trade this week was between al and mark mark got highway robbery for mark andrews i mean mark andrews is good but like you got two second round picks and David Njoku. I think that's a lot. Say that again? My bad. David Njoku and, and two second-round picks over the next two years? Oh, yeah, I did see that trade go down. Yeah, that was a little a little, a little little high on that. That's what I thought. I thought that was a lot for uh, a second-year tight end. I mean, he's got a great salary of a dollar. Right. And so it's five next year, ten the year after that. I mean, he's extremely cheap, but I don't think it was a huge trade by any means, though. I don't know. I think that's a lot to pay. I mean, I think it's an overpay, but. And that uh, brings us to the rookie section of the week. The top rookies for week three is uh, the top guy. I think you know who it is, Rob. Daniel fucking Jones, baby. Quarterback. 33.8 33.8 points. You take a pimp like that at four. Yeah, I wanted he, him at because, six. Because he is who he is, and he's the top prospect, which I suspected all year, especially highlighted there. I thought maybe it was going to switch up at the end, and now he fell to me. And I remember Sean saying it was a bum pick, but uh, we'll see what happens. I, you know, Obviously, he started off hot, and it's one game, but fuck, dude, looked good. And uh, the fuck offs got company for the number two rookie of the week, Tony Pollard, running back, doing, 18.8 points. Doing work and behind it. If anything, he's just stealing from Zeke, which hurts. I know Jake's feeling that in LOE. Or no, uh, Dan. Dan's got him. And the number three rookie of the week, Gardner Minshew. <laughs> Uh, this guy's fucking killing it. All because right. Foles can't get healthy. Right. I mean, watch out, Gardner Minshew. Seventeen point eight points. Uh, and then the the number one overall pick, Kyler Murray, the number four rookie of the week, sixteen point nine points. Yeah, baby, we got the same amount of touchdowns there, Al. Four. My guys got one game. Your guys got f- three games. Now, I don't know how many Kyler Murray has. I know that was the thing with uh, Baker. Didn't he start? Kyler Murray's has played all three games. Yeah, yeah. I just don't know how many quarter or how many touchdowns he has. He's got four, I looked. Oh, okay. And then the number five rookie of the week from the Green Bastards, Markel Hardman, wide receiver, 16.4 points. And that's the top five rookies of the week. Uh, but our top five overall rookies, uh, that brings Kyler Murray back to number one. Uh, he's justifying his number one overall pick from Al. 
and he's got 53.6 points on the year. And number two, undrafted, but claimed by Sean for something like $35, is Gardner Minshew, quarterback, 51 points, right behind Kyler Murray. And number three... Just real quick, I'd really like to know who came in second place for Gardner and Minshew because I feel like it might have been an overpay for who he is and maybe he could have probably got him a little cheaper so he has a chance to stick around his team in the future. So I'd be really interested to know if anyone else bid on him and how bad he beat him out by, you know what I mean? Because he could be a good rookie that was worth keeping, but now you're paying high-end $40 for second-year Minshew. Yeah, that's very true. And then right around the corner, uh, Ben got hurt. And how do you feel about that too? Didn't you let Bridgewater go after sitting on him for fucking Me? ever? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I ended up trading him for. He was part of the trade when I got uh, Sam Darnold. I'm okay with that because Sam Darnold's like 22 years old, right? 23 years old, something like that. He's super fucking. Young. I just think that they really think Bridgewater is. I mean, obviously they paid him. He's the second. He's the most high paid backup quarterback in the league like they're that's their guy after drew Brees. you know what i mean well that was part of the reason why i want to keep him but uh i felt like it made more sense to go after a guy who's younger who was drafted to be the guy um they're kind of building around sam darnold in new york so no I'm, they definitely are. i'm hoping that that can go well but we'll see i mean there we'll, we'll always see right it is But the number three and number four overall rookies of the year so far belong to me at picks 3-2 and 3-3. The number three overall rookie, Terry, scary Terry McLaurin, wide receiver, 43.7 points. That motherfucker is putting up the points, and he's pretty much an instant start every week. Like, the guy's got to be a stud at this point, right? Right. Like, scoring a touchdown every fucking week, putting up more than 10 points. Is that up there with uh, Chark, too? Is he an every week starter? Uh, at this point, I think so. I right. mean, he's got the chemistry with Gardner. I right. mean, they were I'm practicing together. LOEs, I'm so. starting him in Ryan's league, that he's, contract he's league. He's got to go with the hot hand, and he's had a touchdown every game. And then there's uh, number four, uh, Hollywood Brown, wide receiver, 40.2 points. And then in fifth overall rookies on the year, the number two overall pick, Josh Jacobs, running back. 37.6 points and that wraps up the rookie segment of the show which brings us to the predictions for the dynasty league week four all right so uh we can go ahead and talk about your game first we got the fug offs versus the Little Bosky Urban Achievers, Ryan's team. I actually have you picked to win this week because, one, fuck Ryan and his <laughs> comeback win against me, giving me my only fucking loss. Fuck you, Ryan. I hope you get shit on this week. And as long as uh, Rob's guys put up what they did last week or at least attempt to, um, they should be able to match what you got, Ryan. Uh, this is a tough matchup. I feel like uh, my team's coming on hot right now with our one win, but it looked good, and it was pretty commanding score. Um, and I got Jared Goff at Tampa Bay and Russell Wilson at Arizona, so I like both of those prospects. Zeke, obviously. 
Montgomery, he's just a flex option at best right now. We'll see how that goes. I guess I got to debate if Philip Lindsay's worth starting over him at this point. Uh, Sterling Shepard, that that could be something fucking awesome there if <clears throat> Daniel Jones ends up being somebody and he needs somebody to pass to. How fucking sweet is that if that ends up working out that way? O.J. Howard, you break my heart, which is really fuck. You know, maybe Winston knows I traded him off the team and that's why he's just boning O.J. Howard because he knows that, you know, uh, I need him. But... <clears throat> When I look at uh, Ryan's team, obviously he's got my LOE stack. I like Dalvin Cook and Alvin Kamara can just both go off on my ass. Tom Brady at Buffalo. Um, he's obviously been going off, but Buffalo's got a good defense, so I don't see anything too crazy there. Carson Wentz, underperformed. What do you think about Carson Wentz at this point? Uh, I think he's underperformed. I mean, his wide receivers aren't doing him any favors. They had seven drops against the Detroit Lions last week, propelling the Detroit Lions to an undefeated two zero and one. Right. I just yeah. I don't. I don't really have faith in Carson Wentz at this point. Uh, Godwin, I don't see questionable here. I'm not also. Sure what I'm that afraid is. that dude's just gonna get hurt. Like it's happened every year. I think eventually the guy's just going to get Wentz, hurt again. Yeah, well, and he looks like he's playing scared now. Oh, Like yeah. a little bit of some of his decision-making is not what it, He's not the same Carson Wentz that led him to uh, the playoffs because that guy was, you know. And that's the thing that's weird about rookies, too. I don't know if you noticed. Like, Daniel Jones looked fucking hot. But, like, at the same time, dude, he never really took a bad hit or just got fucking pounded a whole well, game. Well, that's the thing. Like, and, dude, like, you look at Baker Mayfield now and, like, these dudes that have taken those injuries and how they play and how, you know, the fear ratio of not making these split-second decisions as fast as they should or making the wrong ones, and they just look like they're bad. So that's the other thing I worry about Daniel Jones. Like, he had a phenomenal game, but, dude, if you watch that game, like, he was never touched either. Yeah, he's just got to continue to play, um, play smart and play fearless. So like, like if you can be fearless but still be wary of the dangers right. and still be like, I still need to protect myself. I still right. need to slide at every. But chance that's the possible. beauty of, I guess, you know, a rookie quarterback too is, you know, they have that they want to win yeah. mentality, you know, and, and they sometimes don't know, it's like, to their detriment because they try to get a yard where it didn't matter and blow their whole fucking season, but. Yeah, well, that's what you you're like seeing that. with like Gardner too, because like Gardner is like you got a chip on his shoulder, and not only that, but like he doesn't look like the moments too big for him. Some of these guys that come in, right. you're like they're like, I'm a backup, right? I shouldn't be in the game right now. What but the that's fuck is the mentality happening? they come in because it's house money, dude. Because they're the backup, so exactly. if he doesn't do well, he's a he's a rookie quarterback. You can be like, dude, I'm a six round pick, dude. Right? Like, yeah. <laughs> so the fact that he's just crushing it, you know, uh, that could go either way there. No, yeah, it could be could be great for him. So, yeah, I, I have you picked to win this game. I just think it's going to happen. Um, yeah, me too. Fuck you, uh, Ryan. It would be awesome to just smash your stacked team that is underperforming for you as well. Uh, yeah, they can be the urban underachievers. Right. Odell Beckham Jr. can keep playing for the Browns for this game. Yeah. Uh, next game we will go to Mark versus Jake. And uh, even though Jake's team is hurting and Cruising for a bruising uh, after I sent him home crying last week with my sweet victory off my newly acquired Robert Woods and Devontae Freeman for a 2022nd and a player who's not in the league. <laughs> Those are the ones that hurt, dude. Um, 
Yeah, so Jake's actually going to bounce back and he's going to pick up a victory because Mark does not want to win. And right. we'll start Paris Campbell. and uh, He's got a guy in by going, but... You know, maybe he hasn't checked his lineup yet. But nah, yeah, yeah, I mean, we, it's we get what's going. We know what's going it's on. Wednesday. He's the Miami of fucking uh, dynasty. Yeah, he's he's looking for that oh, number dynasty. one pick. He's 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 looking for the highway to right. Tua. So, and he's found it with five first round picks. You know what sucks here is uh, this would be nice to see. You know, Jake take a hit here with some of his people. You know, obviously he doesn't have Cam Newton right now. Uh, he. Todd Gurley's underperforming. Devontae Adams, where the fuck is he in this season? He has not done shit. T.Y.'s been good for him and shit like that. But uh, for the most part, this is it'd be nice to see him clock a loss here uh, when he's when he's weak. But that's not going to happen playing the Miami Dolphins of Dynasty. So, yeah, I got Jake going to win. Congrats on the roll over there. So uh you you picked yourself to win, right? Oh, absolutely. All right. And then, go with the the pet the pet mentality. <laughs> yeah, I'm you got to lose, baby. You got to. Well, it's funny because uh we can just jump right to my game on this one because in the dynasty league, I've actually been picking against myself every week, I think. And I'm going to continue to do so with Trey, even though I think I can beat you and I think that I will beat you, but I'm the underdog. The ever you're only an underdog by four projected points, by the way. Yeah, but you know what? I mean, like, the website hates me. Oh, Fucking the website hates everyone. Al talks a lot of shit. Fucking Trey probably thinks he's going to smoke my ass this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, he probably thought he was going to smoke my ass this week, too. And what happened there, baby? Fucking Little Jerry's are going to show up ready to fucking mm-hmm. fight. They're going to get into that fucking whatever it is that chickens fight in. And they're going to fucking peck the shit out of fucking Trey's face and go, fuck you, fuck you. We're going to smoke you, bitch. So, All right. So I'm picking James myself White, huh? to, I'm, I'm picking can myself get, can to, we get into your James White you know what? You know what? Fuck bit. it. I am picking myself to win. I'm switching sides. I am picking me to win. Little Jerry's showing up to win. Who are you picking to win that match? Uh, I'm looking at it right now. I was I saw your certain James White. How you feel with you know Sony Michelle going? Uh, and- Sony Michelle, I'm not really worried about. I think James White's the best running back on that team. But the uh, the actual thing that I might switch, and I'm probably going to switch, is going to be whether or not I sw- take out Carryon Johnson, who's got a rough matchup against Kansas City because Detroit's going to throw, take him out and put in Mike Williams, who's going up against Miami. Honestly, I'm looking at his team right now, and I'm looking at your team, and I'm going to pick you hands down. I mean, I'm not even sure why these projections are so close. It's because uh, of Terry if McLaurin. We wanna, if we want, I guarantee little, you, it's because of Terry McLaurin. This website he doesn't even have him starting on this though. Like, no, I've got Terry McLaurin. Oh, yeah. and let me see. And the thing is, is the website always predicts Terry McLaurin's going to do nothing. Terry right. McLaurin's put up 10-plus points every week. Right. And, he's I, fucking and I mean, regardless of that, he has Marcus fucking Mariota and Mitchell Trubisky. Like, they're basically the same guy right now at this point, at the very least, fantasy concern. David Johnson underperformed at Seattle. Good luck with that. Keenan Allen's your only saving grace there. Tyler Boyd, uh, yeah, I watch every Cincinnati game. So, But we are playing Pittsburgh. That'd be nice. Um. Yeah, and then you got Derek Carr, who's not been great, but he's not been bad. He's been borderline good. 
and Stafford is putting up fantasy points. Devontae Freeman, they're going to have to get him back in that game. I don't know what the fuck was up the other game. The other uh, running backs, too, behind Devontae Freeman both have concussions. Yeah, but they weren't even – I mean, when they should have utilized him in this last game, they didn't. Like, I don't know what the fuck that guy was thinking. Kerryon Johnson's been beast. That's been surprising. Yeah, the only me. thing is they're going up against – the. you know, he's he hasn't been fed a lot through the air and they're going to have to pass in that game because it's going to be a score-heavy game. Unless Detroit's defense is real. No, no, Carryon Johnson. Oh, yeah. And that's why I just took out Carryon Johnson out of my starting lineup and inserted Mike Williams because Mike Williams is playing against Miami, and they just love to give points away. So Right. Uh, You can have anyone going up against that team, basically. That's why I'm just like, dude, I got to start them. And uh, honestly, Larry Fitzgerald, you got to be happy with that. Oh, yeah. $2 for Larry Fitzgerald, and he's just like, feed me the ball. Feed me the ball. Right, dude. Just fucking gets younger out there. He's just like, no, seriously, just throw me the ball. I'm open. But like, Larry, there's five guys on you. I'm open. Throw me the ball. I'll catch it. (laughs) You're 40. No problem. I'm there. Do you want to throw to me a guy who's been in the league longer than these rookies have been alive or do you want to throw to one of them right because i'll catch the ball yeah you know how many quarterbacks (laughs) i've caught the ball for he's like he's like man i've been catching balls for fucking josh rosen for a year all right like i will catch whatever you throw to me (laughs) josh rosen probably wasn't even the worst out of some of that oh no there's been some straight garbage garbage was there like john skelton (laughs) (laughs) like like give me a fucking break i can't remember off the top of my head all right, so uh, then we got Sean, the guru, versus Tom, the shy-style hot dog heart attacks, our reigning <laughs> defending champion who has been destroying motherfuckers every week this season. Right, so uh, Tom in yeah, agreement Yeah, definitely there. Tom. Yeah. Uh, and then another kind of a layup, uh, uh, another rebuilding team in Zach versus Al, a team who is contending for the playoffs. And looks like he's probably going to make it as long as, uh, I don't know, Saquon just got hurt. And... That's awesome. Another couple of things could happen to Al. uh, Yeah, and you've got – I'm surprised you didn't even bring this up in the LOE segment of it. I could potentially have this motherfucker for the rest of his life. And oh, boom, I you know, I have him I know. for the rest of his life. Right. I, in the keeper I'm league. I'm 3-0, no though. So, I mean, like, I'm all like, ah, I'm like, I'm okay right. with, like. I guess I, I didn't ask at the time because we, we know the results of the situation now. But it's probably like six weeks, but. Yeah, I don't know. I heard I heard that when he was in college, he came back after two weeks right. on the same injury. So anything can happen. I'm I'm I'm, I'm just gonna go to ahead see. and say eight weeks, mm-hmm. just because that's like the long right. end of it. Right. I mean, the I I had the trade right away, and I just got fucked. So I guess I know what it's like when it happened to trade with David Johnson. But Tyreek Hill going down immediately, ouch. So oh yeah, I'm, that in that, hurts. I'm in that. I'm in that pain boat, you know. But it is what it is. He's so I assume you're happen. taking Al over Zach. Yeah, hands down. Yeah, Zach's team is not good. So and they just lost Drew Brees, who we paid like sixty dollars for. So that's he's fucked. You got anything else you want to add before we close out the podcast? Um, Volume three of uh, Championship Chatter with the Commission. Yeah, just I think we're gonna keep it going with the uh, friends field pick here. I think you all need to watch the fuck out for me and LOE. I need you to all look in your review mirrors and dynasty and see me uh, hitting the accelerator. So uh, look forward to uh, seeing you boys on the felt. Peace out. And uh, one last thing. This is the sixth season, the sixth season of the dynasty league. And with that, 
I uh, just got one last thing to tell you guys. Fuck off. I got work to do. <laughs>